Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something. With Lord Lattimore Volkman, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lord Lattimore Volkman and Tim Lynch. Today we're brought to you by a lovely rhyme. Lovely to look at, nice to hold. If there's a penalty, it's likely bowls. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Touchdown right there. <laughs> we might as well just yeah, end I, the show now. That was too good. I wrote that just now. That was pretty that was my contribution to the show. I'm gonna go ahead and log off here. You guys can take <laughs> You guys can take over from there. Uh, no, uh, the 49ers game just took place a couple days ago, and it seems like the overriding uh, message from the game was kind of frustration with Garrett Bowles. We're, we're not uh, too pleased with his growth as a player. Um, the novelty appears to be wearing off. Uh, Tim, do you have any thoughts on, on Garrett or the uh, 49ers game? People are saying it's not his fault. It was the tight end's fault. You know, they just didn't block enough for him to get him in position. But no, really, I think he's just been technique wise. You hear whispers from camp. He's just not getting the technique down in game situations and it's putting him in a bad position. And for whatever reason, 
instead of letting the guy beat him and get a sack, which was probably just as bad, he just tackles him or, you know, holds on for dear life. Uh, <laughs> Piggyback. It's, it's, it's what? You're free. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead and bring up a topic I want to talk about later. But since we're talking about bowls, why not just trade him to Washington for Trent Williams? You know, the first round pick, just throw in an extra pick. Let's just move on. So you don't have to get to year five and say, yeah, we're not going to do the fifth year option. We're just going to admit it ain't going to work out. Just, just get the Band-Aid off now. Let's go. Come on, Elway. Is it more that you want Trent, Trent Williams? Trent R- Williams, thank you. I was like, Bulls. Trent Bulls. No, that's not his name. <laughs> that's not his name. It's Trent Williams. Is it that you want him? Or is it that uh, the Redskins are kind of like the, the life serial, like, they'll trade with anybody? I mean, they're in a bad spot. So Trent Williams is a talented left tackle. You know, Garrett Bowles is not. Well. <laughs> You're the assuming Redskin. that the Redskins are going to trade for Garrett Bowles. I mean, they're they're dumb. So we could sell them on the fifth year option. Like you could have this terrible, terrible player for another year. You have the option. No, no, no. It's how you phrase it. <laughs> it's how you phrase it. Beth. You have this player with growth potential. You have this former first round pick, Garrett Bowles. And they're like, on a fifth year, we off. have a former first round pick who hates us. And even trade. Hell, we they might even just take him straight up. I, you know, Maybe. do it. Just at least call. They'll have to give him something. The Patriots reportedly just offered a first round pick for Williams, and the Redskins won't take that. Oh, crap. Well, <laughs> so. Bowles is a first round pick. Yeah, let's, we can, we'll take the Patriots first rounder for Bowles. <laughs> There we go. Let's do that. Look at we can that connect might, the dots just as well as anybody. There you go, there. Tim. That's your that's your new post. That that might actually mean they're looking for a starting left tackle to trade for. It could mean they're looking for a player and a pick, which might actually put the Broncos in a good situation. I'd trade Bulls in a third rounder for Trent Williams. Why not? They get a first a first round pick in Garrett Bulls and a third round pick. <laughs> It's worth picking up the damn phone, Elway. Let's go. Well, he can do that now. He just, he had hand surgery. Everybody was freaking out uh, on social media. They're like, oh no, he, Elway's going on the Today Show. He's He's got some medical issue. And it's, it, were, no, no. It wasn't a medical, it, it's out. not a real medical. He's not dying. Like They were, they were freaking out because of freaking Mike Kliss who can't I tell you what, that guy should anything. be fired so damn fast. That was the worst I don't. I, I didn't watch the video yet. I could almost put money down without even knowing the truth that he was not asked about Drew Locke's hand injury. <laughs> the Today Show probably doesn't know about Drew Locke. They're, <laughs> exactly. they're not a sports show. They are, they've it's had junk. this plan to talk to Elway about his condition because he's getting behind a cause. You know, it's something he's had for, what, 15 years, and it's a kind of degenerative thing that happens over time and it typically happens to men and so it has nothing to do with football necessarily and Mike Kliss tries to be coy and like he's some big sleuth and then he throws in a (laughs) joke about Drew Locke I mean it was pathetic it's John freaking Elway you know you're John Elway mystery diagnosis and you're like people are 
oh my god <laughs> right and then we had an hour of all these Broncos beat reporters clawing over each other for the scoop and then les shapiro comes out on top and like sanity prevails i really wish i hadn't ordered the bouquet of flowers to be delivered <laughs> before we found out what happened kickball soon <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was sympathy. I just I assumed it was terminal. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, so you knew that it wasn't going to be anything terribly serious because it's the Today Show. Like, 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 Elway's gonna right. break like news sitting next to Al Roker. Like, give me a break. Exactly. Getting back to Bulls and Trent Williams. Oh yeah, or, or just yeah. Bulls. I find the comment from Fangio interesting because he all these fans are and pundits are trying to blame it on the tight end because Fangio blamed it on the tight end. What Fangio doesn't understand is Broncos fans have two years of tape and we're seeing the same thing he's done for two years. I'm not going to say the tight end is to blame for all 347 holds Garrett Bowles has had in the last two years. (laughs) In the last game. Right. Yeah. (laughs) We have a history with Bulls, Mr. Fangio. <laughs> Just when he came in as head coach, he said he wasn't going to watch the tape. He wanted a fresh perspective on each player. I'm like, well, you probably should have watched the tape on Garrett Bulls. Hmm. It's also interesting, though, because Fangio's been so big on technique and fundamentals. And so he's, you know, and he has said, the reason they play with the tight shirts so that guys can't hold because they're holding because of a lack of ability, a lack of talent, a lack of technique. So it is, it, I don't know, I find it interesting that he would defend bowls. It's just remarkable that Garrett can get those little tiny fingers on, on those uh, <laughs> defenders and just just grab them and hold them, even though they're wearing the tight jerseys. It's, I mean, it, you know, he's got those little dummy little fingers and he just digs right in. Most, most of his holds are, he hugs them, hugs them and, and pulls them down. He doesn't have to use his hands. It's not really uh, a clandestine operation, is it? It's like, it's <laughs> no, pretty. It's pretty. He's just like, well, check this out. Watch this. Like, <laughs> yeah, up you, on their back and like. <laughs> you usually know the play is screwed when you're watching the quarterback, whoever maybe is back to throw, and in the corner of your eye, you're like, ah, oh, shit, Bowles is holding again. Because and it's always a completion. It's like a touchdown. It's like yeah. like in the 49ers game, it was like a 45 yard uh, completion to Emmanuel Sanders. Up, oh, sorry. Like, welcome back, E. It, Garrett just like pooped all over your your debut. Thanks, thanks, Garrett. Yep. It's usually thanks. a third third down too. So now you're in like third and 42, and it's like, okay, just punt the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is refreshing though not to have like a Vance Joseph uh, like like draw play to follow up the Garrett Bowles holding uh, <laughs> call because usually uh, that was what we would do. It'd be like third and long and be like, ah, we're just gonna run it up the middle for a loss of three. Can you blame him after two <laughs> holds in a row? Just just run the ball. Let's get this over with. Bowles, come sit down. You need to get like like a squirt bottle like you do with cats, like when they're up on the <laughs> counter, you're just like <laughs> little shock like, shock no! bracelet or something. No. <laughs> Every time he, he goes to hold somebody, it shocks him, so he pulls his arms back. Yeah, no, I think I'm all for shocking the shit out of Garrett Bowles. <laughs> <laughs> I 
if we see this throughout the year, he's he's got to be done in as to, in terms of, be, of having a starting job. There's yeah. no um, there's no fifth year for him. That's already I, that ship has sailed. Like he's not going to suddenly be good, like or serviceable. Like there's no way. He's got two seasons. Basically, he's got to really improve this year. But that 45 yard penalty, yeah, the tight end should have put a better chip on on the defensive end. But I mean, if you look at his positioning coming out of his of his stance, he was already losing. It didn't matter if he chipped him or not. He wasn't. He he just wasn't set up well. And it's just like you see Juwan James and his technique. It just seems so much more advanced from from what you know. I'm getting from Jeff Essery and, and Joe Rolls, who who are film gurus at Mile High Report. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, patience is thin with all fans, though. With with Garrett Bowles, he he's got to stop screwing the big plays. He's you know? this year's uh, Ronnie Hillman. It's like every year there's like a player that the or fans are Isaiah like, McKenzie. we've had it, we've had it with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's there's always one. The fans love to hate one guy until they run him out of town, and and it looks like Garrett's going to be that guy this year. You know, we've been talking about Mike Munchak and and how he's really good at developing O linemen, and I think it's fair to say that if he's unable to make Garrett change. And he's got a track record of being able to help a lot of offensive linemen get better. Then it's really on Garrett Bowles. He's either incapable or unwilling. And that would be a good reason to let him go. Or both. Agree. <laughs> or both. Yeah. Is there anything else from the 49er game other than Garrett Bowles totally sucked? I, can we talk really quick about um, Jimmy G? Uh, getting shut down, uh, I believe one for six for zero yards and an interception. Like, that's encouraging. Yeah, let's talk about whether I should trade for Joe Flacco as my backup QB or Jimmy Garoppolo in fantasy football. Oh yeah, Flacco all the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's those... what I'm thinking. Lori missed the draft. Uh, this, this, uh, <laughs> we mm-hmm. can... Because boy... somebody didn't tell me when the draft was. Oh, no. you you were told. I was there... not. There was uh, posts in the like a month ago. Even Scotty seemed surprised, and Scotty's Mm. all over fantasy football. Mm. You can always you can always just log into the page and check it. I missed last year. I've got way way too much going on for that. It is imperative you don't miss the draft. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, great. Antonio Brown better be good. Hey, I did lead the league in points last year, though, so there is precedence for missing the draft and doing really well sometimes it works for you <laughs> well i have good news i will be profiling fantasy football every wednesday in a post so i'll be covering elite. little lebowski urban achiever league yes it yes. is the elite of all elite leagues that i've ever been a part of it and is uh, 14... going on 17 years old it is a keeper league with 14 teams and two keepers mm-hmm. Per team. And no bench slots. <laughs> yeah, there's four bench slots I, for, for the entire league. So you can't just, like, stash your players and, like, not not play people. Like, if you want, if you have people on, on buy, you have you have a very thin margin. Otherwise, you got to keep turning those players over. So it keeps it interesting. I'll be doing that every Wednesday, profiling my challenges of succeeding in this league. I've won it one time in, what, is it? I'm closing in on 10 years. I've won it one time in 17 years. So, 
Exactly. I got second last year, hard. though. That was pretty yeah. good. I would like you to profile the fact that I inherited your to call- <laughs> Yeah. He might be the worst fantasy football player ever. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Tim's cousin. I hate you. Laurie's <laughs> so, been in the league now four years and has yet to recover. From- <laughs> <laughs> and then I got Antonio Brown. Ah! Well, it could oh. work out. Once his feet heal, <laughs> if he, he doesn't decides do he wants to play football, him. yeah, yeah, you know. yes. So I'll I'll profile that uh, that adventure, and then also I'll do some daily fantasy football. So yeah, so that that'll be fun. Um, but we do have an upcoming game uh, just five days after the 49ers game. We've got the Rams, and then five days after that, we got the Cardinals. So two. Two games coming up. Andrew Mason just tweeted out that the Broncos, Kevin Hogan will start on Saturday, so no Drew Locke, and then most of the starters will not actually play. So that's probably going to play out in both games. I can handicap both games right now. You ready? A lot of people who aren't going to make the team are going to play. going to be unwatchable football uh, for two games, and then the season will start, and it'll be great. The biggest thing I'm looking for was a quote from Chris Harris Jr. about special teams play. If you're looking at this game with any kind of interest, it's who, which guys are going to make the team because of special teams play. Chris Harris Jr. referenced his rookie year, how he, that's how he made a name for himself and got a roster spot and then eventually got a chance to start. And I think back to Terrell Davis in 95 in Tokyo, got noticed. Chance, it's an opportunity for these players to make an eye-opening play, to get people's attention and get an opportunity. And that's really what these two games are about. It's going to be boring to watch because, as Jess said, these are all guys that are going to get cut and they're not going to be big factors in the regular season. The thing is, though, it's not like it's a bunch of no-name players. It's actually guys we've been listening to during training camp. It's guys who are wide receiver five and six and seven who are trying to make the team or running back four and five or linebacker three four five six you know it's guys like nick williams and kelvin mcknight and kafani muhammad alexander johnson who actually because of injuries is probably going to (laughs) be linebacker two they're trying to be one of the depth players but they're not going to be able to make a case to be a depth player if they can't play special teams and that's what chris harris jr was saying that's what terrell davis would tell you because They actually got noticed because they made great plays on special teams, and that allowed them to be on the team and work their way into the lineup. But you never know. There's probably going to be one guy out there that we don't know yet that's going to make a play and eventually... Moral Stevens. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's not maybe so fun for the fans, but it's actually super helpful for the coaches and the coaches need to see who can stand out, particularly on special teams. So I, I don't think fans will enjoy the games as much, but I think it'll be much more helpful for the coaches to have those guys in there. Well, and special teams, like Tim was saying, they, they are uh, a concern. If they need to plug and play and move guys around to try to figure out the best combination of you know no names that are going to contribute on special teams, and yet go for it. Like That, that would be great. Um, offensively, it's going to be the Kevin Hogan, Mark Rippon show, and no one wants to see that like at all. <laughs> so uh, let's just let's just get through these next two games. It's going to be fine. Regular season will start. We're going to destroy the Raiders in Oakland, and it's going to be great. <laughs>
And there you go. Tim, are you are you drinking in the afternoon? Yeah, <laughs> I grabbed a Sapporo. Oh, and it's not the afternoon; it's eleven a.m. <laughs> it's eight morning <laughs> drinking. Nice. I, you know what? I like to have a. I'd like to have a drink during our podcast, and we're doing it really I early today. So would get in deep trouble if uh, my wife came home and saw that I was drinking <laughs> during the day. <laughs> but you're moving. Yeah, I get it. Here, I'm just gonna hold this beer from last night that uh, still has a little in here, uh, just in solidarity for this beer from last night. <laughs> Where are your Bloody Marys? Or this beer from last night. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Oh, or this beer from the other night. I, I don't think this is... I just I need to get, hit the recycling bin, is really what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, that was hilarious, Tim. Now, a word from our sponsor. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, okay, well, all right. So um, day drinking, we've covered that. What else? Uh, <laughs> Did he say about the offensive line? Are we going to do backups for that or keep the starters in? He said most starters. I'm I'm hoping Garrett Bowles is starting because yeah. he needs to he needs keep work. working at it. I, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be the star players, the the important yeah. starters. You know, Von Miller's, Bradley Chubb, Chris Harris Jr., Emmanuel Sanders, Joe Flacco. You know, all the all the big time. Mm -hmm. starters veterans they will absolutely not be playing but i would suspect a few starters will be mixed in portland um, sutton Deshaun hamilton yeah. we'll see them. Um, probably the maybe running not backs. maybe a series i could see a series maybe we should probably I, I don't... not put our tight ends in there because we don't have any more to lose <laughs> yeah that's yeah. insulting to moral stevens well <laughs> they they have to play because we only have like two that are healthy right now so <laughs> Because Noah Fant's not going to be playing for sure. He's he's nursing that ankle injury. So maybe Jeff Hurman gets a few snaps. Troy Fumagalli will be playing a lot. And yeah. then the new guy in this first game. Orson Charles is the new or Orson Charles. He probably won't play much in the Rams game because he just got here. It's going to be heavy Troy Fumagalli. It sounds like Jake Butt might actually play this weekend. So... Stay tuned on that front. Mm. Um, How many series before he gets hurt? Uh, I don't know. Pre-game, maybe? Yeah. Should, we, should, we, should we measure it in series or plays? It's like I'm feeling kind of negative about 
about the next two games. I'm just irritated, I guess. I I just expect more. 23-17, that's my score. Who wins? Oh, yeah, always Broncos. <laughs> he yeah, told us that last always. time. <laughs> always the Broncos. But you, Jess? I'm going to say 35 <laughs> to 10, Broncos lose, because... This is the third game for the Rams, and they're going to be playing their great players, and we're going to be playing scrubs. And, I don't think so. they are. Rams announced yesterday that they're not playing their starters. Holy crap, you're right. They're, they said He said, you know what? Yeah, we're not going to play. Can we do a skills challenge instead? <laughs> yeah. That's a great idea, Jess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, let's, I mean, give people a reason to watch. Since the Rams aren't playing their starters, I'm going to go with 45 to 3 Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos don't score like that. You do have not been watching this team. They they will. Every Kevin week Hogan <laughs> is going to go ham. 35 to uh, uh, And then Brett Rippon's going to come out, who, by the way, scored a touchdown on his drive that he got in the Hall of Fame game. So he's going to come out and just – Everybody's going to go, oh, my God, it's the second coming of Kyle Sloter. And then everything is going to change. Kyle Sloter. Oh, it's not an episode of Something Something Broncos unless Lori gets to talk about Kyle (laughs) Sloter. That's right. I'm going on record. Someday he'll come into a game on some NFL team. He'll be like Kubiak. He'll be amazing. He'll score touchdowns. He'll win the game. And everybody will wish they had drafted him. And he will go to Winnipeg <laughs> in the Canadian Football League, where he will become a legend and win right, almost Kyle. the Grey Cup. I love you. Let's go ahead and give him the Grey Cup now. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> All right, fine. If the, I didn't know that the Rams weren't. I thought I was going to be like suave with my prediction. Broncos uh, nine, uh, Rams Rams uh, seventeen. Yeah. Because because we we have a we have difficulty with the um with the scoring in the red zone with, with the, the touchdown so, yeah. so we'll we'll get there and then kick three field goals. It's gonna be twelve to six like <laughs> in the fourth quarter and then it's gonna be zero zero. It's just gonna, just balls bouncing off of people's face masks <laughs> and hands and and it's just it's just gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. If you look at it from a different point of view, it could be fun. It's like a bunch of guys who won't get to play again or maybe one more game and they'll get to play football because they love it. Could be score after score after score. It'll be 48 to 45. You know what usually happens in these games? It's like, it's all right. And then someone gets like horrifically injured and like the ambulance comes out on the field and you're just like, why are yes, we playing stop five it. three games? <laughs> No, I mean on the Rams, not one of our players. No, no certainly not. Maybe a tight end. It might be. It might be moral students. You are gonna feel so bad if something happens to him. Ah, uh, you could bookmark this and in next week's show, you can be like, Jess, you did it. You jinxed this poor guy. He's never gonna walk again. You double jinxed it. You're fine. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, all right. Are we ready for a mystery question? Let's do it. What is your favorite Rams? Denver Broncos matchup. <laughs> That's terrible. That's like the worst. Last year. We played last year? Yeah, remember we almost, we played really well. Our defense, our offense was terrible. We, we only lost by three. Because there was a game when I was a kid. It was the Rams and the Broncos, and Jim Everett was the, the QB. 
1988, November 27th, and the Broncos won 35-24, and it was awesome. So (laughs) there you go. Jim Everett, though, he was like scorching the Broncos defense. I remember, I only remember because I was angry because he kept getting first downs, kept completing balls. He went 25 for 47, 365 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. But old Elway was like, eh. 21 for 36, 271, three touchdowns and an interception. And Tony Dorsett had one completion in that game for seven yards and a touchdown pass with a 135.4 passer rating, the greatest performance of a Broncos quarterback in history. But there was a game in 2001, 2002, maybe, uh, maybe 2003. Leonard Little, I believe, was his name. He played for the for the Rams. Uh, I I recall him just just destroying us like single handedly. I, I I I remember that we lost and and I was really upset. Um, uh, Leonard Little, I was at Big Wang Sports Bar in La- beautiful Hollywood, California. Well, this is a terrible mystery question, and I apologize. <laughs> I, I I clearly put all my effort into. Uh, the poem. The end of the poem at the beginning. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just going to rest on my laurels. I'm just going to, rather than give you mine, I'm just going to read uh, it again. Lovely to look at. <laughs> nice to hold. If there's a penalty, it's likely on bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Still funny. <laughs> Holy crap. So Henry Ellard had 11 catches for 167 yards at two touchdowns against the Broncos that day. Mark Jackson was six for a hundred, a buck forty, and two touchdowns. Man, he, and a buck forty. Wow. There's this great picture that was my um, wallpaper for a while, actually, like a long time ago. That was, it's like sunset at mile high, and we were playing the Rams, uh, and there was the Broncos in their old orange uniform. So it must have been, if not that game, somewhere around that, because it's uh, like, how often did we play the Rams back then? Like, not often, I'm sure. Well, last year in our game that we lost by three points, Emmanuel Sanders had 115 yards. Completely blocked that game from my memory. I don't know why. It was, it was probably Demarius Thomas's last game because it was like our seventh game. Wasn't he gone by week eight? Yeah, we were down like 20 to nothing or something, and then we scored like – or 20 to three, and we scored like two touchdowns in the final five minutes, and it was like, oh, look, we almost beat them after being dominated by them for like three and a yeah. half quarters. Keenum threw two touchdowns and one interception. He probably threw that interception at the end. I don't remember. Threw a touchdown at the end with a minute and a half left to Demarius Thomas. He was always a good closer. He was only a good closer when he was down by multiple scores. God, I hate him. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you hate more? Simeon or Keenum? Or Bulls. I hate them all. He did throw an interception in the fourth quarter, but then he came out and scored a touchdown, a field goal, and a touchdown. Final quarter and a half, he scored 17 points. Before that, he was bad. It's 2019, damn it. All right. right. So you have been listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Tim Lynch. Uh, Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Jess Place have joined us today. It was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I just want to read my poem again one more time. Lovely to look at. Nice to hold. If it's a penalty, probably on both. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to rank 
and rate and subscribe to Mile High Report podcast. We've got a whole bevy of talent now bringing you content uh, every day of the week. Be sure to subscribe and, um, you know, leave a review and say that you uh, like something, something Broncos more than any of those other shows. Does that <laughs> feel really good? Uh, <laughs> I am uh, Lori Latimer Volkman with Tim Lynch in that place. Uh, thank you for listening to Something Something Broncos. Yay! <laughs> I only did the yay this time because you made I a point. Do it. I was, yeah, I was. <laughs> you got to jump on me. A correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the both up. Both fouls were on the kicking team. Since editing took place, there's stuff scratched out. Like there was some thought that went into this. So <laughs> those are perfect. Calling Wilson. Yeah. Mark Man Wilson. Anyway. <laughs> the tight end room for the Denver Broncos. Come in Wilson. <laughs> well, he won't. Uh, no one watched Mork and Mindy. Jeff tells oh. jokes, I laugh, and you actually talk about football. Lori, Lori carries us both. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> You've been listening to Something Something Broncos. A feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com. Can I just have them come down here really quick and, yeah. and then that'll be it? Okay, here you go. Have a seat. You got to put these on so you can hear everybody. Hi. This is Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Hello, Patrick. Hi. Oh, let me get the camera on there. Okay, so they're going to ask you questions and you answer it, okay? All right. Best you can. Be your loquacious self. Who is your favorite Broncos player? John Elway. Oh, oh, good call. Man, this guy's a legend already. Do you have a favorite you have been... game that you've ever yes. watched? Yes. Which one? Fortnite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Awesome. Oh. I meant, do you have a favorite Broncos game that you remember watching? Like a playoff game or a Super Bowl? No. You just like them all? Yeah. <laughs> right on. John Elway is, is a pretty good uh, team builder, huh? Mm-hmm. Tell him about Von Miller. I pretty not do not know anything about Von Miller. <laughs> 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 all right, are you ready for, for Fletcher? I'm scared. You don't have to be scared. <laughs> nice to meet you, Patrick. You're welcome. Okay, here we go. All right, Pat, Flesh, just have a seat, and they're just going to ask you a couple Who's your favorite Broncos player? John Elwood. Oh, you too. Nice. And Do you know anything about the player you're named after? No. But I know our cat who was named after. Who's your cat named after? Who's your after? cat named after? Who do we name our cat after? Caffers. Oh, McCaffrey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. So, Caffrey. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, okay. Do you know what position he plays? No. He's a running back. Do you know what team he plays on? The Blancos. We wish. We wish. We do wish. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him about the Patriots. 
Patriot. I don't know about the Patriots that much. Good. They're cheaters. Keep it that way. <laughs> they cheat. That's all you need to know. But I, all I know about one thing about the Patriots, the Denver Broncos tripped over one team that scored. Did you know the Patriots can never beat the Broncos when the Broncos are at home in the playoffs? No. Yeah. The Broncos dominate them and go on to win Super Bowls when that happens. Yeah. The good old days. <laughs> you guys, thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're so they're, they're, cute. They don't have quite your um, loquacious um, <laughs> talking ability, though. I know. When, that's the problem when your dad is a rambling buffoon is that they, <laughs> they learn to be quiet. So. <laughs> 